KFC, The Final Frontier. These are the voyages of Intermediate Studies of Podcast and Originality. It's a five-year mission to watch, love, and talk about every episode of the greatest TV show of all time, Community. To seek out new opinions and to argue about stuff that doesn't matter. And most importantly, to boldly go where 15 podcasts have already gone before. And now, as we discuss basic rocket science, in which the study group is stuck in a crude 1980s space simulator, only one question remains. Will this be the worst disaster in Sorry Meadows history, or is this going to be our finest hour? Jack, what do you think of the episode? Shocking. That was, that was beautiful. You... It's got nothing. Hush your mouth, Reese. Mike, that was excellent. That was that. excellent. That was a wonderful intro, Mike. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what way did it not make They don't sense? use rockets in Star Trek. They use... In space is in Star Trek. Dilithium crystals. Yeah, did I say that we're that we were doing they Star use... Trek? Yes, with that intro. No. No. I adapted it there from Star Trek. Some, there are going to be some very I, confused I people. I don't even know what a Star Trek is. Um, Reese, I, they I don't thought... use a rocket in this episode either, and it's called Basic Rocket Science. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Winnebago. Yes, they, they use a simulation simulation. Uh, anyway, a rocket. putting his negativity aside, what did you think of this episode, Jack? I thought it was a wonderful episode. I really love the, the sort of theme, the Apollo uh, theme they've got going on. Um, I... I don't have much to say about it. It's just like really. Well, you better be able to. <laughs> Jack's gonna pull forty minutes of basic rocket science out of his ass. Yeah, I'm. I'm just going to do mathematics. No, no, it's it, it, it's it's common that I, I've always struggled with my to talk about my favorite episodes because you just like yeah, yeah it's, it's good, it's just really, it's really good. good. What's good about it? Yeah, uh, the episode. <laughs> <All of> <laughs> Whereas if something's bad, you're like, this is the worst thing ever. I could think of five examples where it happens. What did you think of basic rocket science, Aris? I think it's very cool. And it has some really, really well shot moments. Um, yeah, I like the fact that it's heavy. It's a heavily Dean episode. He's in it a lot. And he works really well with Arbid, as we've seen before. And the absolute best thing in this episode the music the music is outstanding i can't think of a better score that this show has had even like the even the the western themes you get at the end of the season for me this is the best soundtrack um ludwig what's his name Gorenson. does easily Gorenson, yeah easily the best soundtrack in community as a medley. and it's such a shame that again there aren't they aren't available to buy or get on cd or listen to because yeah. there's, no, there's only the season 1 album i would listen to the hell out of this um yeah i like li- i really like the K- kentucky fried chicken stuff as well <laughs> i think that's quite funny um i haven't heard the space experience <laughs> very good writing uh and the colonel sanders stuff is very significant obviously oh yeah uh sammy what do you think of this episode uh i love it it's fantastic uh I think it does Star Trek and Star Wars so well. <laughs> um, that bit where Pitts and Jeff have a lightsaber fight at the end was just like so emotional. Um, well, there uh, is, there's the end one, tag there's loser. Definitely, there's definitely one, there's definitely one um, Star Star Wars line in it, which is when Je- Troy says, "Almost there." Oh, I feel like that's there. just a thing some people say. That's not a reference. Nah, no, the way he said it. The way he said it was like redly, like, go, was like and the leader. end tag. 
Um, but hey, yes, look, if Apollo uh, 13 wants a whole intro based around it, then Apollo 13 can rewrite itself to have a speech I can adapt. <laughs> <laughs> well, the intro to this episode isn't even in reference to Apollo 13. So. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, jokes aside, I love this episode. I like the character bits and pieces that we get. The Dean makes uh, a solid return to form. Uh, Abed wins my heart in this episode. Um, I think it's full of great gags and set pieces. And as Reese was saying, I wrote it about three times in my notes and I've only got about six notes. So half my notes are just music and then a little heart because it's so uplifting. How did you, did you write the music? Did you, did you write yeah. the music out? Um, just like all the, just write CD, E, e sharp, you wrote, flat, you wrote the theme carry out. over, hold that. Um, yeah, it's just fantastic, isn't it? I Mike, also what did you fantastic. think? What did you think of this episode? I wonder, is this one of your top thirty-five episodes? It certainly is one of my thirty-five perfect episodes. This is actually my second favorite of the whole show, behind Ooh, the wow. finale, because I think it's fantastic. I think it's probably the most quotable episode of the whole show for me. I think every single joke lands, and it's got a little bit of emotion packed in there. And it's just, it's very impressive to me that they managed to take a show about some students who go to a school and get them stuck in a spaceship while Mission Control <laughs> has to bring them home and have it genuinely feel like it fits yeah. the like, world of the show without being too obscure. I think it's fantastic. I love... Ah, it's amazing. I love everything about it. I... <laughs> it's just a great episode. And I'll get into my thoughts with each bit as we talk about each bit. I'll just ask you guys, first of all, then, what you think of how it handled this sort of homage in general... Because, as I said, I just think it's fantastic that it genuinely feels like these six students are stuck in a spaceship together yeah. in space. Like, I think it's so well done. And, like, the, just the feel of it. Held by an Atari-level AI, yeah. which is Colonel Sanders from KFC. <laughs> I pre- Pierce, you are going to die. <laughs> and as Reese said, um, it's kind of really morbid because... So Jack, you've seen season two and three, so you've met Pierce's dad. Yeah. Um, he looks exactly like he's exactly very, like his dad. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, where it's like a pixelated, like heavy, like eight bit sprite, you know, it's it's as close as it's going to get, and it's <laughs> sort of really horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I think the attention to detail in this episode as well is really um, impressive. I mean, to start with. The fact that the City College one is called CCCP in reference to the Soviet Union. Yeah, and you get the, the red taking over the map coming from them as well. Yeah. <laughs> CCC Car Park, West Car Park. In this, we learn that Greendale is the second largest community college in the Greendale area. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Cat. I've, I've been joined oh, by excellent. my cat. It looks in space. like... Um... Hello. <laughs> yeah. It looks like uh, Greendale, if it can be like a car park, is like down the street from the other Yeah, I've college. always assumed they're like really close yeah. to each other. Yeah. Parking on Saturdays. I didn't know you can, couldn't park into handicapped spots on Saturdays. It did feel like a film set, though, when they were outside. Like, it, 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 let's just do it in the LA, in the, it outside, like the car film, park. outside the film sets. Yeah. They did just choose to nice. use a film set. I think it's worth it for how fantastic this set is inside the spaceship. Yeah. 
Do you think it's a reference that it looks like a film set because there's conspiracy theories that the actual moon landing was a... Do you think that's a reference to that, maybe? No, this isn't Kubrick. I love how many reporters have come to the school <laughs> to what just simulated yeah. space landing <laughs> in a KFC bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. The, the film that this most reminded me of, though, more even more than Apollo 13, weirdly, was is Galaxy Quest. Because they are like ragtag, and they are put mm. in a situation where they weren't anticipating to, to be go to space. And I love the fact, when, when they do get back to, like, when they when they crash in back into Greendale and they come out of the come out of the Winnebago, it's like that's that's like the end of Galaxy Quest. The whole how that all pans out. It isn't so, Galaxy Quest yeah, based on Star Trek? Well, then I guess it my is. intro was, was fine. <laughs> Victory, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I just validated yes. George. Well, uh, we'll talk then. I guess we'll. I think let's do the opening scene. Then we'll split them up and we'll we'll go in the bus and and out of the bus. That opening scene when they're all walking slowly is yeah. incredible. And then Pierce, wait, <laughs> you guys are walking in slow motion. And it's great because if you watch it back, he is clearly just like shuffling. <laughs> He's clearly along. just walking. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that they they like Arbor wants us to walk in slow motion. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's just be nice. They have Arbor, to redo me... it because Pierce messed it up. Yeah, and he's the one that's walking normally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I also the, we get the debut of Carl or Richie. I don't know yeah, which one it is. Uh, Richie. He's in the boardroom at the start. I think if um, I like to think that um, the slow motion walk um, is uh, homage to the point that Arbed thinks everything is filmed in a TV show, so he's doing it for the TV show, getting everyone to walk in slow motion. Yeah, yeah. the camera's knows, over there. He knows this is real life. He knows Detroit's the difference fully between it, so. life and TV. Yeah, I mean, TV has likable leading men. <laughs> Um, also, the car park gives us the debut of one of Community's most important characters, the butthole flag. <laughs> e pluribus <Yeah>. anus. <laughs> well, guess what? This one, this is now our school flag forever. Forever. <laughs> oh, we have the power to just like, no, we're not using this flag, but he's such a terrible dean that he thinks that. It's like. One of you told us. We know he's so terrible because <laughs> if this fails, this is another school we can't put on his resume because no one can call it because it doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> I now know this doesn't represent the crossroads of humanity. I now know it's a butt. <laughs> How do you know it was our design? We submitted it anonymously. Whoops. <laughs> Every line out of Troy's mouth in this episode yeah. is comedy gold. Wonderful. I think every line out of Troy's mouth, full stop, is comedy gold. Yep. True. I love that they, like, the second the Dean is gone, they're inside looking yeah. at it. <laughs> like, we used to sneak in here and get to praying. <laughs> nice. Ah, oh, the 80s nice. are teen years, am I right? <laughs> 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 then like they Is disappear in our bed and our bed just looks up <laughs> yeah <laughs> there must be a handle we don't know that this was made in the 80s whoever made this was on cocaine <laughs> oh Piers not doing well with confined spaces right let's go we'll go in into the spaceship then <laughs> just fantastic i love that jeff is the like the only one 
who realizes that they're in a Winnebago and it's fine. <laughs> and they're like, even here within five minutes, totally cracks. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. I love that Troy is just like trying to pull rank on everyone. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like, you got your rank captain <laughs> by sitting in the chair with the largest knobs. <laughs> well, well, it's a long shot. But maybe if I do this, it will solve everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just randomly shuffle. <laughs> yeah, he looks so focused as well as he does it. God bless Donald Glover. Are you okay, Mike? This show is so good. We're, we're five light years outside the Buttermilk Nebula, but there's a chance that, yep. It's a sticker. <laughs> I love that the um, like the the rocket thrusters on the back of the Winnebago are just really big chicken buckets. Yep. I don't think like the whole thing is just so chickeny. Like, it's almost like it was made by KFC. Made by KFC. <laughs> um, yeah. I also like Chang's product placement we'll as get, well. We'll get there. Just I think because I think like inside the bus, I like that it's very. It's very 80s design philosophy, isn't it? It's like, right, there's no escape button. <laughs> there's no need for phone signal because it's probably made of lead. Yep. <laughs> well, and they and they probably didn't have... Yeah, they didn't have phones, phones, so they didn't have to think about giving it a phone signal. But it's probably made of some extremely harmful materials yep. that, like, if you're in there for more than 10 minutes, are knocking a year off your Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the 80s. <laughs> What's the, um, Mike, you probably have this written down as one of your quotes, where uh, they're all, like, settled in and they're, like, doing it, and they're just like, thrusters on. Chicken. Chicken. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a solid. What, just what a solid. <laughs> and then, like, the actual game, the simulation looks like the most, like, simple, easy yeah. thing just ever. Like, it's, like, and it's just, like, middle. they do half of it by, like, what what how tasty oh just tasty we need to get it up to delicious okay it just moves the arrow up and it's just like congratulations <laughs> you're halfway there <laughs> they spent more could... time faffing about trying to find an easy escape than just doing it could have just done this in yeah, yeah so like, could have just done do you, it do you do you think i could be a real astronaut one day well i know if nasa wants someone to keep a moving arrow inside a square i know who to call <laughs> Uh, I think has the, it has the same where, energy to me like, that scene as Jeff Winger you son of a bitch <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> I think that any episode where you've got most of the study group together for the whole thing is always going to be good you get so much yeah. interaction <laughs> like because you've got six of them here and it's just constant like banter between the group like guys this is all my fault I agree hey sometimes when you go fishing you catch a boot <laughs> <laughs> my phone's working but it's just that black guy ranting about the government again <laughs> yes i keep that's... telling you that's an ipod and you're listening to wesley snipes's autobiography <laughs> he really hates, <laughs> really hates the government <laughs> oh, oh i love this episode and then you get like the emotional bit at the end where they all realize that actually greendale is their toilet yeah very respect emotional. you guys enough to let you insult to insult yourselves but i don't respect you enough to let you insult your school i i really like i feel like the annie stuff here does sort of feel deserved and i just don't like it whenever they go back yeah. to that well well or they no 
the problem in the future is that they don't change it. It does the same thing over and over. Like she just she just betrays Greendale for City College, whereas maybe the next time. To- well, maybe the next time they do it, they should have been a bit more a different stake to it. One Perhaps. other time it happens, and it's season been five six. years. Uh, so, yeah, season six. So, like, yeah. No, Isn't there another one? I feel like that. I feel like there's three or four. I feel like we've had one more. before this, uh, and it was investigative journalism, and it was Annie yeah. transferred oh, yeah. so she could get a transfer to City College. But I think yeah, it's 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 most earned here because. As Annie points out, Greendale is a mess. Like, so she wants to go to City College instead. But City is... College, I can't imagine much better because oh, yeah. like, I imagine City College is just like a normal school. Well, their dean seems to be a psychopath. Dean's so... yeah, clearly a psychopath. I'd much yeah. rather go to Greendale. How many schools would let you design a butthole flag and then actually fly it? Yeah. How many schools would let you get a? Degree in physical education, education. Oh no! How many schools will let you get a degree in theory, theoretical but... phys ed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, I I do like because the first time you watch it and at, it's like Annie's portrayed them is quite a shock. But like when you watch it back, it's so obvious. Yeah, like completely because at the start she's going like, she does. shouldn't be in here." But the Ooh-y. bigger twist yeah. is that she didn't turn them in for the flag because Jeff did. No, he just kept not seeing. Just yeah. <laughs> seeing. It. I love his reasoning. It's just because he wanted him to be annoyed at them. What the thing is that's it is very frustrating <laughs> when you put like a prank on something, and then someone just doesn't spot it, and in the end yeah. you have to come forward and be like, "Okay, it was me. Here's the joke." And as Troy said, I knew we should have put cheeks but on Mike, it. There was a time and a place, mummy, and that time was before every movie. Well, one of the most fun things you can do is when someone pranks you and you acknowledge you've been pranked, but you don't acknowledge it for them to see it. Like um, once at one of my old workplaces, someone just put loads of, um, uh, what's it, post-it notes on my mobile phone. Obviously, I noticed it, but I just used it with the post-it notes on it all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I left it there. Counter <laughs> the joke. kept using it like a normal phone. One year for Christmas, we got, um, you know, you get like those uh, chili chocolate spin wheels and like some of them have chili in and some of them don't. Yeah. But uh, the people that I played it with, they like chili. Um, so th- when they got one, they just ate it and just didn't tell us. So we, we were all like really paranoid and spinning because we didn't want the chili and they'd all gone. The chili <laughs> wasn't all gone. It was just chocolate, but they didn't tell anyone. <laughs> nice. And then we were like, wait, so who got the chili? It was like, oh, yeah, both of mine were chili. And we were like, that was 10 minutes ago. <laughs> you you bastard. Mind games. Mind games, just like the Colonel Sanders robot plays with piss. Yeah. He does go berserk, doesn't he? <laughs> you cannot stop me because Troy is giving me life force. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> when he gets strangled, man. <laughs> I like Donald Glover's face when Pierce is strangling oh. him is incredible. Yeah, he's given him the. Fo- it's almost like he's doing the Forest Whitaker right again. <laughs> What's amazing is after yeah. that, Troy goes home with Pierce to sleep. Yeah, at his mansion. <laughs> I just love that you get Annie running around really heroically to open the door, and the first one out the door is Pierce in this half-ripped suit. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> And he just like runs off into a bush or something. I don't think his suit is clear. 
ripped because he's the one that's been ripped. <laughs> I love all the hugs and like celebration as well. Like it's some massive event, and all they did was drive it back from being towed away. I know. Drive it back. Yeah. Okay. They didn't even do the uh, simulation. They just got it back to the college. They did the simulation to open the window to find out where they were. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And then Pierce ripped Colonel Sanders off. And then who's feeling small? And then Troy and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode is fantastic. And we haven't even spoken yet about the mission control side, which I think is equally as good as everything inside the the spaceship because it's. Dean and Chang and Arbed and then a little bit of Dean Spreck <laughs> I love how the Dean calls Arbed psycho even though the Dean is clearly more psycho is, yep <laughs> well the most psycho Dean is, is the other Dean yeah I love the mission control stuff in this I think it's because like it's barely a mission control it's Arbed with some a microphone, microphone and a map yeah. <laughs> and a map like even the Dean puts the map on the wrong side and like circles where he just thinks Greendale is because <laughs> like yeah because they're looking at it for ages and then he goes oh no that's the wrong side yeah. so like they weren't looking at anything it's just <laughs> He's put an a idiot. circle randomly on the map what are all these it seems like you've circled truck stops and diners yeah. and restrooms they buy this truck stop with three stars with, with three thumbs those aren't thumbs <laughs> Oh, Dina Ling um, and two fantastic Chang moments in the uh, in the mission control. With I found a way to reroute the power from the auxiliary battery. <laughs> reroute to what? Reroute it to what? Slowly <laughs> back to away. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to distract the crowds with these delicious sandwiches, but everyone thinks I'm doing product integration for KFC. <laughs> mm, that's a lot of bread. <laughs> so good though. <laughs> 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 and it also yeah. Dean it's just a because we've had Dean be in episodes before but this is the first where he kind of feels like one of the main characters um what a yeah. solid it's like when are we if we get back here I'm going to step on you as much as I might enjoy that Jeffrey Jeffrey <laughs> <laughs> get yeah and but also it's the um why are all why what are all these what what are all these circled rest restrooms and truck stations? <laughs> he, he labels them three out of thumbs. They're not thumbs. <laughs> it's like oh god, what's he been doing at truck? I love stations? that that's the only map that he had. I love that that's the only yeah. map he had. <laughs> he could have just yeah. got another map. That's clearly they're not thumbs. Thing. Clearly they're hot dogs. And he's been testing out the hot dogs from the food vending machines. Uh, all the truck stops in the Greendale area. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. That's definitely it. Can't think of mm. anything else it may be. No. Uh, you also get earlier on, it's closer to the missing control side than the spaceship side, um, where it's like our team are training in their space simulator simulator. Wow, great job on this. It's hard to believe I'm not really, not really in space. <laughs> yes, Leonard. Oh, Leonard. <laughs> yes, Leonard. I love that, like, Leonard is their standout student who can go to it because as we learn he's in the running for valedictorian so obviously he's their standout student that they go to the um go to for the space simulator and obviously it'll bring a lot of press to greendale when the press show up and see leonard 
moving some arrows inside a truck that looks like KFC. Enrollment immediately. Oh, I feel so bad for Arbed. He just wants to go inside the spaceship. Yeah, I, I think he's he's sort of the standout character for me in this because he's so perfect in his expression. He gets, a nice well, he gets the he's out um, into the car park and looks up. <laughs> yeah, he get he. Well, he get he yeah he gets the Ed Harris role, doesn't he? Is the person he should have been in space. Um, but he learns by the end that nothing could have been cooler than what he did today. I don't think he's he's chomping on a cigar, but he hasn't lit it. He's just got it in his mouth. And <laughs> 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 it's um it's um <laughs> flavour heading, tasty. We need it up to delicious. That makes sense. Why does it make sense? <laughs> I let, he knows that that Winnebago off my yeah, heart. He knows how to it. move the arrow and then move the dials off. I don't think they act <laughs> in the episode like it's the hardest thing to do, and you've got to use Arbed's specialist knowledge to do it. It looks so easy. Yeah, well, it was built for kids, wasn't it, in the eighties? So they had no yeah. idea, you know, how to use digital technology very well. And they've and all been in for children. They've all used it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I love that the episode plays it up like a success. But really what happened was some students drove a Winnebago in, got out, and then it exploded. <laughs> yep. Okay. That was cooler. <laughs> Classic Greendale victory where you won. But did you did really? You? Did um, you? Also, classic Arbed victory of being amazing at something that's not filmmaking. Because he yeah. makes an excellent mission control. Look how easily he gets them back on the map. And how quickly. Yeah, navigating. Yeah. Excellent stuff. He's he's good at everything. Yeah. Except filmmaking. Also, also, an excellent little end tag that sort of fits quite well with the theme of the episode. I'm, I'm on your six. I take evasive maneuvers. I'm still on your six. Then I'm on your twelve. <laughs> I, I'm still on your six. You can't be on my six. I took evasive maneuvers. Then I'm on your twelve. Then I'm on your six. Good. <laughs> a try spaceships. A try an Arbed thing. It was very interdimensional cable. Yes. Like when they, you see the yeah. trailers for that. Oh, because same same this guy. Was directed by and this is directed by Anthony Russo, and it absolutely yep. shows. It's masterfully yep. made. This one, I think, just the lighting and the because it's a very compact space to film in obviously the Winnebago but when the when the when the window opens and you have a really good sense of like okay he's locked from the back and how how um condensed and claustrophobic it claustrophobic it is in there and of course the stuff with the music obviously that adds to it with the stuff in the space room the space room <laughs> the mission control room and the bits like you know, when it, when he follows Arbed leaping over the table like you don't get that in normal sitcoms. Oh, just don't... Arbed jumping over the table is so cool. It is, yeah. It's yeah. a well-directed one. And I guess... I guess that Anthony Russo directed this and when then when he was making Endgame went, what if I did basic rocket science, but now it's Iron Man who's stuck in space. <laughs> <laughs> I love to think that Community was the starting point for Endgame. <laughs> oh, it's got Chang and Shirley well, in it. Yeah, wasted cameo. <laughs> the, the Chang one. He should be. He should be everyone. He should play everyone. <laughs> <in the interview. laughs> 
I love, I love him making fun of John McHale for not being in the MCU yet. <laughs> yeah, but he'll be in Spider. He'll be in the Spider-Man film. Just, just like, what am I? He's going to be a sleazy bank manager in multiple, 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 multiple uh, dimensions. They should have made him um, uh, Peter Parker's lawyer, but I think we all know who that's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be She-Hulk. It was Jeff Winger. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and, and at one point, he just checks his phone, and it's it's just, Jeff Winger, what's up? He's the writer of... Because the writer of Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home wrote on Community. I just imagine, like, Peter Parker's... Yeah, it is Chris McKenna. (laughs) I should imagine Peter Parker's, like, he's had his identity revealed, (laughs) and he's looking for a cheap lawyer, and he turns the TV on and finds... Jeff Winger, attorney at law. They're going to start singing like in Debate 109. I would love to see a Winger speech as like the way to save Peter Parker. <laughs> well, yeah. the MCU the is full though. of Winger speeches, isn't it? Every Captain America speech is a winger speech. That's true. And and, and Arvin was, was there for, there for one, one of them. them. Yeah, he was stood. He was stood Just probably don't. to the left or right. He was like, and he was like, nice. <laughs> See, what we've learned <laughs> is there would be no MCU without this episode of Community. Exactly. This one specifically. <laughs> so you're welcome, world. I like that you're saying that like you wrote this episode. I don't think that's a far fetched <laughs> assumption at all. Anyway, MCU slightly side tangent aside. Uh, <laughs> it's not even slightly aside. <laughs> Every single person, oh, four of the six people in that Winnebago have been in the MCU. I don't know where they have. No, Pierce hasn't. <laughs> three of the six. Three of the six people in that Winnebago. Fifty percent gets you a two-two at university. I wouldn't say that was enough to make a strong case. Also, <laughs> getting again. Yeah. But actually, that's a pass. I'm getting it wrong that's again because t- it's only two of the six. Because all the other cameos are in Mission Control. I'd also like to remind you that two two is um, still a two. It's actually only it's actually so. only two out of six because Britta, oh, Pierce, well, Jeff, and third thirty percent is a Pierce, fail. Jeff, so. And Annie still haven't been in it, so yeah, no. So thirty three percent is a fail. Yeah. So I guess in terms of inside the Winnebago, it's a failure when it comes to the MCU. But Mission Control, a hundred percent. Hey. Let's split the dean. Let's. Yeah. Yeah, the dean was a uh, he played the dean in Civil War. <laughs> he has the idea, doesn't he, that he tries to pitch to Iron Man before he breaks oh. down. It's the, I think it's the most noticeable one, except for maybe Donald Glover, but his is less of a cameo, more of a character in the movie. And, a future and, role. And Shirley has a fair <laughs> bit to do. Oh yeah, she gets two cameos. Uh, anyway, let's go <laughs> on to. And you're not allowed to say the entire episode because it's amazing and one of the most ten out of ten pieces of television ever made. You're not allowed to say that, uh, but we'll go to standout moments, and let's start with Jack. I think mine has to be uh, a Troy moment, where he goes, maybe if I do this, it will solve everything. <laughs> and he just starts wiggling all the sticks <laughs> around with such, like, focus. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it doesn't work. Obviously, it doesn't work. Because you need all five people. Exactly. Maybe if he got like his, like put one hand on one, and no, no, he's only got four limbs. He's got a head. 
He's got a head, yeah, maybe, if he stretched himself out. <laughs> Uh, what about is Reese there? Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what's your standout, Reese? I, I've already said it's it's the soundtrack to the episode. I, I just the, the entire just the entire way through. It's the most perfect soundtrack for a community community episode. I think. I'm not sure if it's ripping anything off specifically. However, it's just got all the right beats to it. Um, it's masterfully. It, it the way it changes like. Like it's not just the Apollo thirteen ripoff. When they're driving back, it's a much more like um, like a fun driving, like a fun driving theme. It just reminded me. I just thought it was so nineties the soundtrack. Um, yeah, I think it was perfect. Um, and I can't. So I don't want to spe- specify any specific moment in this episode because it's all great. And so I'm just going to say the thing that's there the entire time. It's like a great episode of Doctor Who. You remember the soundtrack from it. And this isn't this is no different. And I just wish that they released the soundtrack for these episodes because uh, I'd listen yeah. to the hell out of it. That's it. Um, oh, I was really concerned then because we almost went a whole space themed episode without mentioning Doctor Who once. <laughs> <laughs> but now we got it in there. Oh, I was ho- I was so I had my fingers crossed that it wasn't going to come up, but it did. Hey, you leave Doctor <laughs> Who alone, Jack. Uh, Sammy, what's your standout moment? You said that like you forgot my name halfway through I saying it. I forgot who I'd done already. I couldn't remember which one of you it was, so I took a <laughs> I took a guess. Well, it was me, Sammy. Uh, my sign-up moment is Arbed comes back out, and he can't see the Winnebago, and he looks left and right, and then, bless, <laughs> bless his cotton socks, he looks up <laughs> with such hope. Arbed wins my heart. It's the equivalent for me of Troy preparing to run into the cartoon land wall. Yeah. Um, and it just shows on a deeper level why they're such good mates and we get a lot more of them together in season two. Um, but Arbed looking up with the hope in his eyes, it, it, it just melts my heart. I love it. They may have done some damage there. <laughs> <laughs> I struggled to come up with a standout for this one because you I think the whole episode say, is fantastic. You can't say the I, entire episode because it's one of the best 10 out of 10 episodes ever written. No, I'm not going to. I wanted to because it's fantastic. I considered the reveal of the butthole flag. I considered the buttermilk nebula sign, the scary movie sign, that we submitted it anonymously sign, Arbed looking up. I considered the Dean coming out and like proudly waving the flag at the end. But I think I've got to give it to... I found a way to reroute the power from the auxiliary battery. <laughs> reroute to what? And then just slowly walking out backwards. Because <laughs> that's, that's Arbed's eagle eyes as well, isn't it? You get those again in the paintball episode. The fire behind him. Like he's, te- he's a scary bloke to cross, I think, if you miss, if you miss cross him. Because remember, he's the best at anything, which means also killing you. Yep. <laughs> You'll be punished in ways you won't understand or realise. Until one day, it would just stop. Oh, I love this episode. <laughs> it's fantastic. And it it baffles me how few people have this in their like top 10 or top 20 of the show. So I think it's I fantastic. Do. And it's <laughs> it's just easily the like the most quotable episode of the show for me. Even though it's not my favourite, because the finale is my favourite. I just think this is so quotable. <laughs> Every line is genius. I love it. I can't imagine anything cooler than what we've done today. 
Uh, and on that note, all that's left to say from me is goodbye. And from Sammy. Goodbye. And from Reese. <laughs> I, there's just one thing I forgot about the Troy was when they're gonna kill Annie. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're right. Let's, let's her. kill her. He gets, he gets the microphone and just starts wrapping it around. <laughs> <laughs> after he's after he almost got killed by Pierce, <laughs> he just accepts it so easily. Yeah, right. Let's kill her. Oh, fantastic episode. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, we could have just sat here and read the script. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and from Jack. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>